Just Us 3 isn't just another audiobook. It's an experience. It's an adventure. It is real-life conflict and resolution that you can enjoy anywhere at your own convenience. I encourage you to listen whenever and wherever you see fit. But for those after-hour listeners, pour yourself a glass, get comfortable, and enjoy. This is Grown Folks Tales. Sasha held on to both sides of the toilet and braced herself for another outpour. Her stomach churned and her back tightened as she gagged, but there was nothing left. Diane stood at a safe enough distance, holding Sasha's hair back and looking in the opposite direction, trying to fight off her own nausea. Sasha spat and wiped the corners of her mouth before struggling to her feet and flushing the toilet. I don't get it. You haven't even had anything to drink yet, Diane said. It must be the sushi, Sasha replied. But you didn't have the sushi either. Jesus, Diane, what are you, the consumption police? Suddenly, the bathroom door flew open and music bounced off the walls. High-heeled shoes clicked back and forth, and a pair of voices were laughing and shouting over one another. Sasha sat on the toilet and leaned her head back. Did you see that guy at the bar? One of the women asked. Which one? The other responded, blue shirt. Oh, you mean the guy you've been eye-fucking? How could I not? Girl number one burst out laughing. Sasha moved Diane aside and peeked through the stall door. The other two stood shoulder to shoulder with their faces inches away from the mirror, one running wet fingers through her hair and the other rimming her eyelids black. So are you going to stare at the guy all night? Or are you going to ask him to dance? The conversation went on. Me? Ask him to dance? Do you see the word desperate written anywhere on my forehead? I'll just keep giving him the look until he figures it out. Right. Because men are experts at figuring out what we want. Well, you better hope he gets it soon. That girl in the black dress has been hovering all night. Clearly she's not afraid to go after what she wants. Thirsty, Brie. It's called thirsty. Not my style. Sasha stood and tiptoed over the stall for a better look, while Diane held her breath nervously. Well, either way, the girl went on. Miss Thirsty is about to move in, and if she doesn't get to him first, well... Well what? Blue shirt is fine as hell, and it's been a slow night for me. I don't think you'd be mad at me for more than a couple days. The other girl's jaw fell open. She pushed Brian the shoulder, and they both almost lost their footing. They grabbed each other frantically to keep from falling. Then they both burst into laughter. After a while, they managed to compose themselves long enough to stagger out the door. Bitches, Diane said as her and Sasha stepped out the stall. Sasha turned the water on and leaned over the sink to fill her mouth. She threw her head back to gargle and when she looked back at her reflection, she couldn't help but frown. Pink smudges of lipstick were on both sides of her chin, and strands of hair stuck out from the left side of her head. Don't even worry about it, Sash. This is an easy fix, Diane said, already rifling through her bag and gathering everything she needed to do damage control. I'll be fine now. You should get back to the party. You sure? I'm kind of worried about you. If you're sick, we should probably leave early. Don't be silly. I'm fine. Get out of here, she said with a smile. 
Diane nodded and did as she was told. Once she was gone, Sasha stepped back into the stall and sat down on the toilet. She went into her own bag and pulled out a slender box. Seems simple enough, she said after reading the instructions on the back. Then she lowered the test into the toilet bowl. After she finished, she stuck it back inside the box and the box back inside her purse. Sasha stepped out the stall and began to fix her hair and makeup. She studied herself one last time in the mirror, then stepped out the bathroom, feeling like she looked brand new. Salted air swept over the roof of the Sunset Lounge. Sasha used the neon glow sign to guide her through the dance floor and to the bar. Darren sat in between Sean and Kevin. The two bathroom buddies were sitting in the lounge nearby, clearly still plotting their move. Sasha stood behind Darren and threw both arms across his shoulders. Hey, blue shirt, she said. He raised an eyebrow and replied, Excuse me? Girl joke. You wouldn't get it. Care to join me on the dance floor? Sean and Kevin exchanged a smile, then both took a long sip of their drink. Are you sure that would be appropriate? Darren asked. He was stifling a smile too. Refusing to dance with your boss at a staff function? I'd find it very inappropriate, actually. Some would even call it suspicious, she said. I guess I can't argue with that. I'll join you in a second. Sasha nodded and disappeared into the crowd. It didn't take long for Diane and Michelle to find her and pull her into a dance. Well, shit, that was bold. Think she's drunk? Kevin asked. I'd say so, and Darren gets to reap the benefits, per the norm, Sean answered. I have no idea what you're talking about, Darren said. Oh, cut the bullshit. Anyone else in the office would kill to be in your position. Don't be a bitch. Own it, Sean said. The woman asked for one dance, and you act like she came over here and flashed me her breasts or something. One can only dream, said Kevin. All I'm saying is, if it were me, I'd be all over that. Clearly, Michael isn't getting the job done at home. That's not my problem. Oh, for God's sakes, Darren, we're on an island miles away from home. You only get one weekend, then it's back to reality on Monday. Do us all a favor and go show that woman a good time. Sean gave Darren a push toward the dance floor. Darren laughed and shook his head, then made his way to Sasha. You just fed our friends to the sharks, Kevin said. Well, that shark sure is wearing the shit out of that little black dress, Sean replied. Sasha and Michelle were spinning each other and trying not to bump into anyone when Darren walked up. Look who came around, Sasha said. She nodded at Michelle, who took Diane's hand and led her to the bar. Subtlety isn't a strong suit of yours, is it? Darren shouted into her ear above the music. She turned her back to him and pressed herself against his chest. Darren laughed nervously as Sasha slowly lowered her way down to the ground. When he looked at the bar, Kevin was laughing and Sean was doing pelvic thrusts. Darren grabbed Sasha's hips and brought her back up to face him. Putting on a show, he said. Too much? she asked and swayed her hips while he struggled to stay in rhythm. Maybe a little bit. It's a side of you I haven't seen before. Please, we both know you've seen all sides of me. 
she said, and ran her hand against the front of Darren's pants. He grabbed her hand and led her onto the open patio. You know, I don't think I've ever had to fight this much for your attention, Sasha said. I don't think it's my attention you've been fighting for. What's going on? You trying to get in trouble with your husband? Sasha laughed. Get in trouble with my husband? I'm sorry, I didn't realize we took a step back into the 50s. Darren held up his palms and said, Hey, I'm just saying, a bunch of our co-workers have professional and personal relationships with your husband, myself included. Word travels fast. That's never stopped you before. Now all of a sudden you're Mr. Innocent? He shrugged. Pussy, she tested. Wow, that wine sure is working its way through you quickly tonight. How many have you had? She grinned and leaned over the balcony. San Pedro seemed to be asleep under the noise of the party. The only signs of life was the tide sweeping the shore and the trees swaying in tandem. If you're so concerned about everyone else, Sasha continued, why don't we go somewhere a little more private? What, and miss out on all this fun? He replied, with both arms sticking out in either direction. Sasha began to walk toward him, but tripped and fell forward. Darren had to lock his arms around her and stumble backward to get his footing. Now this is the kind of fun I'm talking about, Sasha said, and tiptoed into a kiss. Okay, maybe you're right. Suddenly getting out of here doesn't feel like such a bad idea, he said, and sat her down in a chair. Sounds good to me. Diane has my purse. I'll be back. Stay, he instructed. Darren could feel the eyes staring at him as he crossed the floor. When he got to the bar, Michelle, Diane, Sean, and Kevin were in deep conversation. Darren pushed between them and ordered two shots. He threw them back one after the other, then paid the bartender. Slow down, buddy. One of you has to be able to drive, Michelle said. What makes you think we're leaving together? She sent you over here to get her purse, didn't she? Darren scoffed and then replied, yeah. The two women laughed and Sean said, and that's bet, you owe me 20, to Kevin. Darren rolled his eyes and took Sasha's purse. As they headed for the door, Sasha looked back at the lounge one last time. Bree and her friend made faces like they smelled something awful in the air. Sasha tossed up a middle finger and smiled before Darren led her through the exit. When they pulled up to the hotel, Sasha hopped out the golf cart and walked into the lobby ahead of Darren. He had to jog to catch the elevator before the doors slid shut. You're moving awfully stealthy for someone who is just staggering and falling over herself. Sasha smiled. Parties bore me. This way I get to leave early and I get to bring a friend. She pressed herself against Darren and slid her tongue between his lips. He was much more cooperative outside of the spotlight. The elevator shook as it stopped on the third floor. Then a bell dinged and the doors slid open. What room are you in? Sasha asked. 232. You're making a stop in 301 first, she said, and began to pull him out the elevator by his tie. He held on to the door on both sides to stay rooted in place. Actually, that party kind of wore me out. I've been trying to find a reason to leave for the past hour. So, thanks, I guess. I'll catch up with you tomorrow. 
Sasha scoffed and narrowed her eyes at him. So I just made a fool of myself in front of half the staff for nothing? Darren shrugged and placed a hand on her shoulder. Sasha nodded and turned to walk away. You have a good night, Darren. I guess I'll give Michael a call to keep my company. Phone sex is still a thing, right? She joked, then walked down the hallway. Darren stepped back inside the elevator and leaned against the wall. He shook his head as he contemplated. Then, just before the doors slid shut, he forced his hand in between and stopped them. Fuck, he said under his breath before stepping out into the hallway. Sasha was just sliding the card key into the door when she heard the footsteps approaching and turned around. I knew it, she said, and hopped into Darren's arms. He wrapped her legs around his waist and gripped her hips. She gasped and threw her head back against the room door. Her hands clamored against his waist until she found his belt and undid it with one pull. Not out here, he said, and looked toward the elevator. She widened her legs and pulled him closer by his lower back. He turned his attention to their bodies pressing against each other. Sasha lifted his chin and kissed him hard. With another pull of her legs, she had gotten what she wanted. Right here, she said. Sasha began to moan loudly, and Darren had to quickly cover her mouth with one hand and threw the room door open with the other. He looked in both directions of the hallway before they stepped into the room. They crashed into the wall and then into the end table before finding the bed. Darren landed on his back and Sasha began to pull her dress over her head. He grabbed her arms before she could and flipped them over so that she was under him. I can't wait anymore, she said. She pulled her underwear below her knees with one hand and spread her legs in front of Darren. His eyes roamed over her entire body and back up to her face. Then he shook his head. Sasha frowned and asked, What's the matter? Other way, he said. She nodded knowingly and quickly turned over on her hands and knees. He cradled the back of Sasha's neck, then slowly pushed her head down onto the pillow so that he couldn't see her face. Then, Darren was the one getting what he wanted and making too much noise. Sasha drew circles on Darren's chest as she lay on top of him. He was drinking directly from a bottle of wine that they had sent up to the room. After a big gulp, he said, You gonna tell me what's running through your head, or are you trying to send a message telepathically? He offered her the bottle. She took it, but didn't drink. Whenever we're together, there's always one thing on my mind. Wanna guess what it is? she asked. He sighed and sat up against the headboard of the bed. Not this again, Sash. Yes, this again. And it's going to be the same thing the next time and the time after that until you give me a good reason why this wouldn't work. I've given you many. I'm not comfortable starting a relationship with my boss. That shit always gets messy. So you've done it before then, she said with a grin. Darren shook his head. Do you even think about what this would do to Michael? Just him finding out what's going on as is? Michael? Yes, Michael. You know, the guy whose ring you've got on your finger? My best friend since college? Any of this ringing a bell? What, you think Michael is innocent in all of this? She laughed. Please, Darren. 
You know as well as I do that Michael is no saint. I've seen the messages in his phone, and I've heard the rumors. Belize is a very small place. There's only so many people you can fuck before there's a connection to someone you know. Darren's face hardened. That's why I like you so much, she continued, and held his hand. You don't mess around with just any girl. Hell, sometimes I don't even think you see other women. You're all mine. She leaned forward for a kiss, and he turned his face. You don't know what you're talking about, and my answer stays the same. We can't do it. Sasha scoffed and handed the bottle back. Isn't this getting old, Darren? Don't you ever see us in a place where we don't have to sneak around? Having something legitimate? Don't you want to settle down someday? Marriage? Kids? Jesus, I've stepped into the worst recurring nightmare, he said with a laugh and kissed her forehead. Sasha frowned. Would you turn the lights off on your way out, she asked, and got under the covers and turned her back to Darren. Seriously? After a few more seconds of the cold shoulder, he set the wine down on the nightstand and stood up. By the time he finished getting dressed, Sasha seemed to be sleeping under the covers. He tiptoed out the room in reverse and eased the door shut. When he spun around, Diane was leading Sean down the hallway with one of his arms slung across her shoulder. She and Darren exchanged disapproving looks. Sean burst into laughter, and they both had to shush him. You are my hero, man. I didn't think you'd go all the way, he slurred. I hope you're better at keeping secrets than you are at sneaking out of hotel rooms, Darren, Diane said. My friend's name better not be buzzing around the office on Monday. Rest assured, no one will hear a word of this. Of any of this, Darren said suggestively and looked back and forth between Sean and Diane. Sean began to laugh again, and Diane's cheeks turned pink. Enjoy the rest of your evening, Darren, she said, and led Sean away. Good night, you two, he answered, and smirked. Back inside the room, Sasha sat in bed, thinking about Darren. Fucking asshole, she said to herself. Suddenly, her purse caught her attention as it lay upside down near the door. The slender box carrying the pregnancy test was opened, and the test poked its head out, taunting her. She couldn't take the suspense anymore, so she hopped off the bed, picked it up, and got back under the covers. Then, she sucked in a deep breath and held it, and pulled the test out the box. Darren stepped into his hotel room, stripped down to his boxers, and threw himself on the bed. After tossing left and right for a while, it sunk in that he wouldn't be falling asleep anytime soon. He grabbed his phone, stepped out onto the balcony, and slid the door shut. The waves weren't dancing anymore. Everything was resting, except a slight breeze that was still sprinkling salt through the town. He held up his phone and dialed the only number he knew by heart. Just as Darren expected, there was no reply. But a few seconds later, a message came in. You do realize it's three o'clock in the morning, right? The text read. Yet here we are, texting, Darren responded. You're just lucky I haven't been able to sleep. That's funny. Neither have I. I guess our bodies are missing each other, Darren typed and smiled at the screen. Don't was the only response he got. Don't what? He typed back. Don't make it weird. 
How was the party? Great. Tons of booze. I had fun, he replied. And Sasha? I can honestly say she enjoyed herself too, he typed and rolled his eyes. I figured as much. I haven't heard from her all night. I guess that's the difference between her and me, Darren said with a winking emoji. I don't have time for this tonight. Get some sleep. See you when you get back. Thanks for keeping an eye on the missus. You never have time unless it's convenient for you, Darren typed back. Three dots appeared and then disappeared below his message. Then, finally, a kissing emoji popped up for a few seconds and then vanished. Good night, Michael, Darren texted and deleted the conversation. He smacked his phone against his forehead repeatedly and said, You're a fucking idiot. Then, he leaned back against the glass door and sank down to the ground. Suddenly, his phone vibrated. A call was coming in from Sasha. I've had enough for one night, he said as he answered the phone. We need to talk, she replied. You just got your first taste of grown folks' tales. Tune in every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. for another dose.